Oh, hey. Um, this is really weird that you showed up at my work. Uh, weird. Okay. Well, we can move past it. It's okay. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. I didn't really set that boundary or know there was one there for me. So that's okay. Yeah, no, let's just, let's just, you know, move forward with this. Uh, as you know, this is my podcast. These girls read books. Um, we talk about books we've both read. Uh, yeah, so this is my place. Um, it's a bathroom in my house. Um, yeah, there's a toilet and a mirror, some windows, a shower. Yeah, no, it's it's weird that you're in here, but that's okay. Um, we're, I guess we're, I guess we're just that close now. Um, didn't really realize the relationship progressed sort of that quickly, but you know, it's a, it's a pandemic. Things are weird. Uh, we're all figuring that out. Boundaries, you know. So yeah, uh, take a seat. Um, on the floor or the towel rack, I guess, if that's uh, that's the only spot, or the edge of the sink, um, the edge of the tub. So sort of my move. Um, I I like to sit on the edge of the tub while Rob's on the toilet. That's that's how we roll. It's a little bit more intimate information about me you didn't want, but um, yeah. Uh, hey, so welcome. This week I have a really fun conversation with my sister-in-law. So once again, you get to meet the fam. Her name is Kylie. Uh, We both read a book called Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Uh, It's a really amazing, amazing fantasy book. If you are into fantasy and you're a fantasy nerd like me, you will love this book. It's got everything. Dragons, demons, a mysterious shadowy villain, good witches, bad witches, family curses, some hot, you know, lesbian sex, old men, completely separate from that. Monks, nuns, magical fruit trees. What else do you need? I don't know. But either way, here you are. You're signed on and you're going to love Priory of the Orange Tree. I got to talk with my sister-in-law about it and we nerded out. So if you are not here for the nerdy fantasy speak, you need to get ahead. You need to go ahead and go ahead. And if you don't know what that means, why don't you go ahead? So sit tight and enjoy this conversation with Kylie. She married my brother for reasons that are unclear to most of the humans in North America. Um, he is a smelly vagabond with nigh on a handful of redeeming qualities. Uh, but you know, she comes on family vacations with us, um, to her credit. I don't know what she sees in us as a family, but she hangs in there and good for her, man. Yeah. So here she is, here I am chatting it up. We, uh, we're at the cabin over Thanksgiving with my family and, uh, I stole her away for a few minutes to talk about this book. It was a delight. We really get into the nitty gritty. So if you don't want any spoilers, why don't you go ahead? And if you love spoilers, hang on in there. It's about to get real fun. So enjoy. Okay, so Kylie, thank you for being on These Girls Read Books. Welcome. Thank you. To my office. <laughs> Lovely <AKA>. office. <laughs> Portable. Portable, wherever I go. 
Um, we're here in Sun Valley, um, vacationing for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. this year. It's a beautiful sunny day outside. In Idaho. In Idaho, where you grew up going on vacation a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been really fun to get to know this place um, and see it with you because I've never been here before. So. Yeah. It's a home away from home. Yeah. It's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you because you are my sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we know each other. Yeah, I was couldn't remember how yeah. we connected. How did we end up connecting? Um, and uh, yeah, you and my brother are high school sweethearts, uh-huh. which is a story I love telling people. Um, and you, yeah, you guys have been married for how long now? Um, it'll be three years on St. Patrick's Day of yes. 2021. Love that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, oh man, three years. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. Feels like it was yesterday. Um, yeah, and I was really excited when, because I feel like one of the first things we connected on was we're both big readers. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited. I was like, yes, that my brother married. There's another bookworm in the family. Yeah, we're both voracious. Voracious readers. readers. Uh-huh. So I was really excited to be like, yes, like, finally someone I can talk about books within the family. I have to make up for your brother, too, because he reads, yeah. like, half a book a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. We don't share that gene. Nope. No, <laughs> that's okay. I'm picking up the slack. Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. So and you got me the best Christmas present in the world last year, last year, yeah. which has really been the gift that keeps on giving in 2020 yeah. because she at it's Haywood books. Yeah. And I get a book sent to me every month and, yeah. um, it's just, I love it. And it comes all packaged in like brown butcher paper with like a bow and it's yeah. just it's like you know just the joy of getting any type of package in the mail is um yes a high that I look forward to <laughs> but especially a book especially a book yeah you have no best. idea yeah but it's curated for you and, yeah you know I know plug for Haywood Hill yes um yeah I'll put a link down in the show notes if you guys are interested Haywood Hill does a book club um and you can gift it and then like you fill out what you like what you like to read and stuff and they'll like send you a book a month it's It's such a good gift and they and you do a quiz at the front um yeah right when you right when you get it uh you do kind of they ask you what kind of books you like and your taste what you look for and then they, they you know they curate it off of um uh your likes and dislikes and yeah, it's it's like the perfect gift. Yeah, it's great. Um, I gave that gift to myself as well. No, yeah. not only you. So. <laughs> I love those kind of gifts. You're like, you know who would like that? Me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Kylie would love that. You know who would also like that? Me. Me. Um, so yeah, so I gave that gift to myself, which you know, yeah, the, I'm a huge fan of that. But um, so one of the books that they sent you was Priory of the Orange Tree mm-hmm. um, by Samantha Shannon. And um, when you sent me a picture of it, I got really jealous because I'd heard about it um, from other people. And I was like, ah, they didn't send me that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately was like, got to put it on my Kindle. It was particularly exciting because it's what I refer to as a doorstop in the mm. sense that it is so thick it can hold open a door. Right. In case, you know, Pat didn't know, your brother did not know that term. Yeah. And he's just like, what? Why would it be in the door? Um, yeah, it is a thick one. It's a beast. It's a beast. And if you're mad at someone, if you, you can whack them with it. Yeah. Or it's, you can use it as a weapon. Yeah. Very you satisfying. open a door with it. You yeah. could read it. You could read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can use it as like a mouse pad. Oh. If you mm-hmm. need some elevation on your desk, mm-hmm. save that elbow. Great paperweight. Yeah, excellent yeah. paperweight. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you need to elevate your ankle after an injury, it's just that <laughs> thick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I got really jealous when I saw that you had that. So I was like, oh, I'm going to need to order that and read that with you. Oh, yeah. Like the the quote on the back of it was like the, the feminist version of The Lord of the Rings. And I was, oh, soul. Yeah. I'm there. There. Yeah. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah. Say no more turning to page one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a great time with this one. What did you love about this book? Uh, well, it was the first book that I had read that centered around a queendom, mm. which at the first time I read that term, I was like, why, why, why haven't I, I heard, heard this? this? Yeah. Why haven't we talked about it? Why yeah. haven't we renamed everything a queendom? Yeah. Um, so I love uh, sci-fi and fantasy and also strong female characters. Yeah. And so this is all strong female characters. Yep. 
there's a couple, there's two perspectives that are from uh, male perspectives, but they just, I mean, whether it's the writing or my opinion just was not as interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh-huh. Yeah. No, back to the girls. Yeah. What are the girls doing? Yeah. Um, so I loved, you know, the, you have char- girl characters that are warriors, girl characters that are just like, you know, are we allowed to like curse a little bit? Oh just, yeah. Oh yeah. They're just yeah. like boss bitches. Yes. You have like the queen you had, I mean, I've tried to you like comparing it to Lord of the Rings, you know, it's like a fellowship of, of women mm-hmm. in each of the, um, the characters you can like link them back and forth, but yeah. Yeah. That's what I loved about it. Yeah. I got really excited because the book sort of like follows each chapter is a different character for a while. Mm-hmm. Like you sort of in sort of that Lord of the Rings aspect of like you move from land to land. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, different queendoms and different areas and kingdoms. And so you like jump back and forth to different characters and what they're up to. Yeah. Oh, for me, when I open a book and there's a map in the front. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I read to escape and yeah. her world building. Yeah. Was that's what I was really excited about. And I love when you're reading and you're like, Oh, it's someone if they have East versus West. And yeah. when you get to go back and flip back and forth to the, to the maps and you know the doodles and the, you know, yeah. the, the doodles the, love just the, the doodles. geography and everything i yes. just i really admire people yeah. that can do that because if i had a superpower be i wish i could write like that yeah or like i think i'm imaginative and i'm pretty creative but yeah. i don't know if i could uh make my own world map yeah create my own world yeah i'm not there yet oh a little more reading I'll so much work mm-hmm. i can really appreciate the amount of work that that takes right. to like literally imagine a different world and different geography and creatures and just the fun you have in naming mountains yeah (laughs) yeah yeah the naming mountains and seas and and like different plants you can imagine Uh and that is an insane amount of work right and you can really tell with this book like how much fun the author had like making and inventing all those things right oh my god Yeah. yeah Yeah, I definitely agree with you when you open it up and the first page is like a double-sided map. You're just like, oh, oh. double-sided. Is yeah, important. you're just like, fantastic. And yeah. then you turn the next page and there's like a smaller like relief of like, oh, and this is the city. with the streets Oh, yeah, you get like the key. You know, the key. The oh, my gosh. I love that. What I did need with this book was like, I wanted like a giant version of that map so Me I could too. put it on my wall. And well, so like I could look at it as I was reading and be like, oh, right. Okay, yeah, that's well, what just, that is. Well, we had a hard copy, but I would imagine that if you were reading this on a tablet or something, mm-hmm. like, it's easy for us to... I just kept my finger in the page maps. Right. Or the map, the pages that had the map. Yeah. So I would flip back and forth. Yeah. So, yeah, I wish I had that, you know, one of that in front of me so I could just, like, look up and, you know, keep track. Because yeah. in this book, you travel. There's mm-hmm. a lot of... Tra- I will say one yeah. thing I told you, because I, re- I finished it before you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a... Maybe if I knew this before, I would have enjoyed the book a little bit more. Yeah. There's a glossary in the back of the book. <laughs> I said, I, yeah. I was like, hey, Molly, just so you know, like, because it's very hard to keep track of the characters. It is. It's a little bit of a crowded world. It's crowded. Um. So if I had known that I could flip back and like get that reminder, I didn't realize I got to the end of the book and I saw it and I was like, are you kidding me? Because yeah. I kept going back and forth yeah. and trying to, like, remember who everybody was. So yeah. if you haven't read the book yet, that is your friend. The glossary the is glossary your friend. The glossary is your friend. Yeah. And I would say, like, I would highly recommend this book to someone who's like, I love fantasy and I need to, like, escape into a book, like, every night before bed. I'd be like, have I got the book for, the book you. for you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, 800 pages. So yeah. get invested. Get it's invested. A- it's, yeah, you can really get down into it. Mm-hmm. the glossary was really helpful i remember when you texted me that i was like oh thank goodness because yeah, I, I was i, I read it on a kindle so i just kept one of the bookmarks on the map page oh okay yeah so that was good so i would like and then when you told me there was a glossary i just bookmarked the glossary <laughs> <That was great. laughs> yeah if i had Pop had that yeah. it took me a long time to read it just because you kind of need um it's so rich in detail and mm-hmm. characters that you almost need a break to process or she gives you a lot of information at once. Yeah. So like if I had that, if I had that option, that would have been um, good. Otherwise you have to be a little patient and maybe reread stuff a couple times. Yeah, absolutely. I know I would be the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So you kind of went into it already, but like, why do you, when you walk into a bookstore, like what's the section you go to? Like, why do you read? Uh, I like to disappear so I, I like a 
into a book. Yeah. <laughs> Not just like, just me. Um, but I love sci-fi. I love thriller. I yeah. love like anything that's a page turner. Yeah. I will sometimes get into like a, a historical fiction ish, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I like, I like the world building. It's mm-hmm. like, I need to escape. Mm-hmm. If you got a map, if you got a dragon on the front, yeah, you got I'm going to at least read the back of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you have a dragon on the front and the map in the first few pages, yeah. like I'm here. I mean, check, check. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and then strong female lead. Strong female lead. I mean, it, this book has everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's got everything that you want for that like deep winter read. Oh, yes. like. yeah. Oh my gosh. So quarantine read. (laughs) It was a great quarantine. Great quarantine read. (laughs) Yeah. And for those of you who are going like back into quarantine right now, like pick it up. Get get yourself a copy. Mm -hmm. Um great. So this book opens up and we meet like the main characters, like Sabran, who's the young queen. The queen of the queendom. The queen of the queendom. The queen of the queendom. Which they refer to as virtuedom. Oh, virtuedom. Right? That's and then right. she has a handmaid named Eid. Mm-hmm. That's how I pronounced it in my head. Yeah, I was Eid as well. Yeah. yeah. And um, Eid is from a different area of that world. And she was like, what was the name of the country that she's well, from? Well, she's from the place where the orange tree is. Yes. It took me a long time. I was like, when is this orange tree? Like, yeah. The name of the book is, you called it, I called it Priory of the Orange Tree in my yeah. brain. Um, and I just was like, when is this, these oranges going to pop up? Like, it's like, no one has yet like, <laughs> mentioned an called, orange like, tree. Dragon world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? yeah. Where, where is this orange tree? Yeah. So she's from kind of the, um, the orange tree, uh, the, the god like the goddess of the orange tree and yeah. they are more like mystical and they bring in the magic element. Right. Yeah. The orange tree itself brings the magic. Yeah, she's and, a mage. Yeah, she's a mage. Yeah, so she's like she's from this like um, order of kind of monks ish mm-hmm. that are magic, and they draw their power from this orange tree. Yeah, like magic nunnery. A magic nunnery, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she becomes a handmaid to Sabran, who's queen of virtuedom. Mm-hmm. But Sabran and like the people in the court don't know that she's a mage. Right, because the part of the world, the map, the part yeah. of the world that they're in, magic has kind of, is something they don't really talk about anymore. It's yeah. kind of become taboo. Yeah, even though like it's in their history, they've yeah. tried to move on from it. And so, right. uh, Eid, her handmaiden, is undercover. Right, and in that world, in Virginum, they're like dragons are dead. Right. All these legends are just legends. Or they're evil. Right, or they're evil. There's two different types of dragons in this world, which I thought was interesting. That is something I haven't seen before in a book. So that right, was exciting. Right. There's like the good dragons. Wor- and worms. The, and then the worms, which are the bad dragons. Yeah, the worms are the bad dragons. Yeah. And then I think the good ones are just called dragons. I think they're just called dragons. Yeah. Dragons. I don't know how many words you can get for Yeah, dragon, but, but it was like, yeah. So, but they sort of, in Virtudum, where you start in the book, you sort of are under the impression that like they, the people of virtue sort of believe that all dragons are bad mm-hmm. and also that they're all dead pretty much. Right. And that they're, they're not a problem anymore. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And their queen kind of keeps them at bay. Right. Right. Their lineage. The lineage of Queen Sabran, which we don't need to go into, but like the, there's some kind of magic within her lineage that keeps the dragons from attacking them. Yeah, they're always queens and they're always, you know, yeah. Keep everything right. in order. So it's a true matriarchy, mm-hmm. which is so rare mm-hmm. to find in fantasy novels. I mean, that was one of the things <clears throat> I always had trouble with connecting with um, a lot of fantasy books is that they're often male leads, male characters, mm-hmm. and male like patriarchal worlds. Mm-hmm. This is like the first book I've ever read that definitely doesn't follow that. Right. Like when I think to Lord of the Rings, one of my favorite, you know, as a girl watching that, you're like, well, you know, if you play Lord of the Rings when you're little, yeah. like, you know, some weird kids do. Yeah. But you're like, oh, Galadriel. You yeah. know, like, because at least she has some type of power. Right. She has some respect. Mm-hmm. And she has some mystique around her. It's like, you get ten Galadriels in this book. Yeah. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we meet Eid and Sabran, and they're connected in, they're living in the same area of the map. Mm-hmm. And then we also meet Tane, which I pronounced her name Tane. Yeah, I did Tane. Tane. I said I was called her Tata. You know? <laughs> yeah. She this, you know, the author makes up her own because she has, she has her own world, she has her own dialect and language, and yeah. there's some there's some weird names in there. But yeah. Tane. Tane. T 
Tanay. Tanay, girl. Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay, <laughs> girl. And she's um, she lives in a part of the world where dragons are, like, very much alive and well and, like, they're sort of considered gods yes. in that part Those of the world. Those are the good dragons. Those are the good dragons. They're not the worms. Not the worms. And the dragons, what I loved about this book is the dragons had, like specific names and they were their own characters Mm -hmm. and they could speak yes certain dragon language but they could speak and Tanae is one of those she's training to be like a dragon writer right so what I imagined was she's sort of sort of like samurai training I was just about to say (laughs) samurai yeah because she's on an island too so it gives you like a very like Japan Japanese vibe yeah like even the way she describes the buildings and yeah. and how they dress and everything like that. It's like very Shinto, very nature, organic, being yeah. one with the earth and yeah. Zen. Definitely. I got a Jap- Jap- uh, Japan vibe from her world as well. Mm-hmm. And so she's like training to be a dragon rider and it's been like her dream forever. Mm-hmm. And so her whole like existence, we meet her right when she's about to, um, like take the test, test. A test yeah, yeah it was like a test and then a, a ceremony and then some kind of trial to become a dragon rider um and she's been working towards it for like pretty much her whole life mm-hmm. um and so but we get to meet these dragons too and the dragons get to be part of choosing who's going to be their writers mm-hmm. which is cool yeah the dragons are in charge which is right new. the dragons sort of rule over this world mm-hmm. but they're good dragons yeah, they're, they're nice good. yeah and we like get to follow her through her journey and she has like she becomes a dragon rider and then she like falls from grace through this other like right because like right when we meet her she kind of slips up she's kind of yeah. she walks the line she does everything she's supposed to yeah and then by chance when she's kind of breaking the rules um she you know Makes has a fork in the road one Vital, fatal flaw. One fatal flaw. Yeah, and she like makes one mistake, and it comes back to haunt her. It does several yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that that moral dilemma was really interesting because it was like, well, I would probably do the same thing in her situation, right? Yeah. Because yeah, the way that their rules are set up too are yeah. just kind of not very, yeah, very not strict, fit, not very fair, yeah, not, not fair, very strict, not yeah. very humane. Yeah, yeah, they're like a little. They there's lots of different. Um, I don't know if a race is the right word, but there's yeah. lots of different types of people and backgrounds or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they have certain, I guess, like um, prejudice against certain yeah. people. And we're in our world. We're like, well, what's the big deal? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting to see that play out and kind of the, everyone kind of changes their mind several different times about different races and people and this and how they have to like come together yeah, uh, to not lose their, their world. Yeah, and that's the cool thing is we get to like meet like three or four different characters and then watch them all meet. And it I takes got, a while for uh, for them to meet. It's the last quarter of the, <laughs> yeah. of the book, I think, is when yeah. they finally all uh-huh. meet. Um, but I think that like my favorite part of the book was when we get to go to the priory. Oh, uh huh. Ede has to go on that like really epic journey to like save one character mm-hmm. from doom. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up back at the priory and or priory or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's we get to meet this like m- like the magical orange tree mm-hmm. and the way that the author describes the fruit. I remember like really specifically, it's like <clears throat> orange. It's the closest thing to an orange, but it's got this like when you bite into it, it's like. What like metallic gold or something mm-hmm. and she talks about eating eating it is like drinking sunshine right and she like feels it throughout her body and then she gets her magic from this orange so she has to like go back to the priory to get like re-up on that orange juice right power up <laughs> power up on that juice so she's been away from it for so long and she describes like taking the bite of it for the first time in like seven years or something. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. And it's I was like, like very Tropicana sun kissed. Yeah. Moment. I was like feeling that so hard. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the way they described the world of like this or the priori is like this sort of, I don't know if it was tropical, but sort of. It was a little tropical vibe. Yeah. Like just in the way they like how they dress and it, it felt like their climate must've been warm. Yeah. 
I think now if I think if I look back in the map, it's more like in the south. So yeah, it was like a little warmer. southwest mm-hmm. and it was sort of hidden back in the mountains. And a lot of people in this world like really kind of didn't believe that the priory was still like existed. Right. So it was like this secret match. Right. Because it was kind of like, a, I think of like in uh, parts of the Caribbean, it can only be found by those who already know where it is, mm-hmm. you know, so only people that have been there before know about it or know how to get there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's also an element where an outsider finds the Priory mm-hmm. and then he can't leave. Yeah. You know, cause they because he can't like, take secrets out with him. Basically, if you leave, like we have to kill you. They're a secret society. Yeah. Secret society. Secret society. <laughs> and then there was that one, um, there's sort of the legend of this like rogue witch. Right. Okay. What was her name? I don't know. But she has, a, and I don't want to give anything away. The more we talk about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this was, a, there was a lot of layers in this book. Yeah. Um, I almost want to read it again now that I know who everybody is. Yeah. I think I'm going to listen to it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be my next, because I read we'll know it. how you pronounce everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then there's that rogue witch that used to belong to the Priory, but then she left and like had falling out with the main, um, lady who like rules over the priory and they had like a feud and she like ran into the woods and like built her own world and her power is that she she can draw power from this different tree that's mm-hmm. not the priory or that's not the orange tree so it's um the hawthorn tree oh that's right so it's like these sort of dueling types of magic mm-hmm. so you've got dueling types of dragons dueling types of magic right. <laughs> like dueling witches right and then you've got like all these different queendoms um and like what we what ends up happening in the book is what you could without reading this book, you could probably be like, well, what's gonna happen is like the bad dragons are gonna be awoken, mm-hmm. gonna come back and like challenge everybody's ideas of reality. And then but there's a group of people that are like, the bad dragons aren't back, it's no big deal, we got this. And then the other people are like, We've been telling you for 15 years mm-hmm. that these worms are on their way and they're gonna murder everybody. Mm-hmm. And then these other people are like, nah, I don't know, mm-hmm. like it's definitely not gonna happen. Kind of like Game of Thrones, I mean, like the White Walkers are coming. And yeah. Like, no, that's a myth. And I'm like, no, they're at yeah. the wall, we need to band together right, and, right. night. And so it's that classic thing that happens in fantasy, which is like the most satisfying thing where these people have to come together and trust each other mm-hmm. who haven't trusted each other ever. And have that epic battle. And they have to do have that one epic battle. Good dragons versus bad dragons. Who will win? And, you know, and there's multiple heroes, you know, like multiple characters are going on a hero's journey, which Mm -hmm. was exciting. It wasn't just like one hero Mm -hmm. and following that one person. It was like, we're following Tene. We got Eid and Sabran and we were waiting for them. We had two male characters that we're not really talking about because honestly, they were not my favorite. Like Loth and uh, Nicklaes. Yeah. Nicklaes, who's like, um, he's. I thought he was going to be, like, anti-hero. Right. And he kind of has a little bit, but he's just absolutely unlikable. Yeah, very unlikable. He kept making really shitty decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, he kept, he was just, he's looking out for number one all the time. But all the men did. Loth mm-hmm. made really bad decisions, too. Yeah, yeah. He was really biffing it. Like, <laughs> really biffing it. Yeah. I mean, the girls really had to prop him up. Yeah, I know. It was true. And, yeah, Nick Clays was, like, nuts. Um, I wanted to like him, but he's like an apothecary. Mm -hmm. So he's got his own kind of style of magic, which is more like chemistry based. Mm -hmm. And so he's an apothecary, but he's got like a sad, dark past. So there's a part of you that wants to root for him. And he has to go on a journey to like deal with his like pain and suffering from his past life. Mm -hmm. But um, he kind of never really redeems himself. I mean, maybe a little bit. Maybe. But but like if he didn't exist, I don't know if anything would have changed. No, no. I mean, he, he just really kind of ruined it for 10 a so many times, but um, yeah, but I loved how many heroes there were in this book and how many people I was rooting for. And like, honestly, like how unsure I was about how it was going to turn out for a while. Yeah, well, I appreciate it when I can't really predict what's going to happen. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, sci-fi, how, how's it going to end? Fantasy, how's it going to end? Yeah. And one thing that she does do in delaying how it all weaves together is, yeah. you know, that's what I kept thinking. It was like, when is this person going to I kept trying person? to, like, foresee the path where they're, where 
their paths would cross. Yeah. And I think she did a really good job of doing that. Yeah. Really delayed gratification. But when you get there, it's uh, it's nice. Yeah. No, it's great. It's a a satisfying fantasy. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like, uh, unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. You can really get... Take your time and get luck because it's it's a big world. She, mm, I know she really did like a she did a lot and oh, man. that was one thing that I didn't know. I think I'd have to read it again, but mm-hmm. sometimes she would go into so much detail about something that didn't really lend itself to the main characters. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's cool about that one person, Book. yeah, <laughs> or whatever that journey but like that doesn't really tie back in it's like she was doing such a good job of her world building and she would go into these details though that you didn't necessarily like you only have so much room in your brain to hold her all her characters and so if i got these like extra superfluous characters i just was kind of like i don't have room in my brain to remember that yeah trying to stay on the yeah the main character track yeah yeah basically yeah and it was so much information so much information yeah so (laughs) that i didn't have a time for non-essential information (laughs) so maybe if i read it again i can like enjoy those um rabbit trails that she would um that she would take but yeah yeah definitely again glossary he's your friend (laughs) um the yeah what i love the dueling magic thing was cool too and how like they're the sort of witch that was cast out Mm -hmm. Um, how she ends up like making a making a comeback. <laughs> yeah, just, she does in all her glory, like a maleficent moment. Yeah, she definitely had her maleficent moment. Uh-huh. She like had that one dragon that she was like was under her power, and she was like, "I'm gonna show all you guys." She was definitely that that one character that was just like she had a fucking chip on her shoulder. Yeah, and she was just like, "All y'all screwed me. Like this is what I'm gonna do." Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> but she was also waiting in the wings. Like I was, I knew that she was bad, but yeah. I didn't know that she was the bad. Yeah. She was Mrs. Bad. Like yeah. she was actually the yeah. ultimate um, yeah. villain. Yeah. She ended up being the big villain. Yeah. And I love the, the wings. She was waiting in the wings, kind of like weaving these threads together right. of all these characters. Right. And, I didn't realize how important she was. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Okay, bitch. Yeah, tricky. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't even wow, suspect you. You've been like twiddling your fingers for a long time oh, under yeah. that hawthorn She's, tree. She was laying and wait. Yeah. No, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And the visualness of the world, like, um, it's, I guess you would say medievalish times. Yeah. So, like, a yeah. ga- like, had a Game of Thrones yeah. vibe. Yeah. Which I always appreciate. Always. I always wonder when I'm, you know, Game of Thrones, when I'm watching Game of Thrones or reading a book like this, I'm like, where are the bathrooms? <laughs> they never talk why about Why don't they ever talk about, <laughs> it's such a big part of life. I don't yeah. understand why there's not. There was no mention of chamber pots. Yeah. There's not bathroom breaks. Yeah. On these, uh, in these pages, yeah. in these chapters. I don't <laughs> like, understand. Where? That's what I look for. Yeah. I know. There was a, yeah. Tell me about the toilets. I'm like, tell me about your toilet. Do they have bidets? Yeah. They don't have. Virtue Dome. I don't think Virtue Dome has bidets. Well, Virtue Dome probably had a lot of bidets because it was a (laughs) matriarchy. That's true. Yeah. Maybe they had it handled. Um, And we're not talking about a big part of the story. (laughs) Speaking of matriarchy, Uh which is that two of the main characters get together. Yeah. Eid and Sabran. Mm -hmm. The love story of the century. Oh, yeah. you, You were like, I didn't see that. I actually, I saw that coming. You saw that coming. That was really out of the blue for me. And maybe I just wasn't picking up the threads or something, but. I just figured that like such a female dominated, strong female dominated yeah. society that eventually they get together yeah. <laughs> because like the men just weren't attractive. Yeah. Like even I was like, yeah, right, do it. why not? There, yeah, there wasn't any men there that I was like, I'd get down. No, like, it was lot. like the girls were the most attractive, had more, you know, classical male traits. Yeah. And yeah, so the queen falls in love with Eid, and yeah, um, they make it a go a of it. Spicy. It gets pretty spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they even there's like some um, towards like I think it's like the third quarter of the book. I would say there's like this big. She has a big celebration ball, like some kind of seasonal. Um, she's like a seasonal banquet, and she brings Eid as her date. Yeah. And it's and she's like, like you can't say nothing because yeah. I'm a queen. Yeah. 
I'm the queen. You can't say nothing. You can't say anything. But it also wasn't, I guess, taboo. Like, I didn't feel like it was taboo in the no. book. They were just like, oh, well, that's how like, did we get an heir? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People were just wondering, like, okay, so how are we going to have another Like, is she heir? just the side piece? Yeah. Like, like, what are we going to do here? Yeah. Like, because she happen? has princes coming in to, like, suit her. She has suitors yeah. come in. And that's in, and then Nicholas did he did he have a was he gay too did he have a lover yeah he had a gay lover too yeah yeah and that was the other part of the um yeah that was like a B story right maybe was like a C story maybe <laughs> it was maybe like a D it was some weird part of, again yeah. it was like I was reading this I only have so much room in my brain I don't yeah. and it was like a lover that had died so it's like a flashback he's remembering and I was yeah. like this is an important. No, it doesn't feel. It doesn't make me like him more. It doesn't make me like him less. Yeah, it was definitely. I think it was trying to add to his character or like build empathy for him or something. But I thought it was kind of. I mean, a little bit like Shannon. That was the author, right? Yeah, I think it was her trying to like almost put in Mm -hmm. a gay character to just kind of hit that quota. Yeah, it didn't feel sincere. Yeah, yeah, it felt kind of extra, kind of superfluous. I didn't need to know. I didn't need to know. Didn't make me like him more. Yeah, still didn't really care too much about him. Yeah, poor Nicholas again. Um, Didn't have room for that in my brain. No, I was just like, I'm here for this power lesbian queendom. Yeah, like (laughs) focus if you want to like focus that. Focus there. Focus there. Get us there, man. Um, the yeah, and there was like a lot of dogma in this book like they're sort of like dueling dogmas of the different worlds so like the people who like praised dragons and like lived under their rule like had this sort of religion around it Mm -hmm. and then like virtudom had their sort of religion around the myth and the the legend of their ruler their queen and then the other worlds had like every sort of world had their own like dogma and they had to sort of put those aside to like come together in the end which i I love that theme so much Mm -hmm. because I feel like we, it's just, it's an important thing to always think about. Coexist. (laughs) Coexisting with your dogmas. Coexist and co-conquer. Yeah. The real evil in the world. Yeah. Put aside your bullshit Mm -hmm. and defeat the worms. Defeat the worms. (laughs) (laughs) Put aside Yin's bullshit and defeat your worms. Yeah. It was kind of like, I think I I relate it back to Lord of the Rings just because Mm -hmm. I mean, it was called the, the feminist Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But, you know, you kind of had that, the good wizards mm-hmm. of, like, Gandalf and everything. And yeah. then you had, like, Sauron and people that were kind of, you know, like, drunk on, like, the power and were seduced right. by mm-hmm. a darker magic. Yep. And that was more of, like, the worms mm-hmm. and, like, some of the other people under there. And then yeah. you had more of, like, the Tane's uh, group would out on the island, which yeah. was more of the samurai, which yeah. was a lighter energy and more about like respect and not conquering, but just like I feel like living, coexisting in nature. And yeah. um, they weren't up, they didn't have an evil vibe about no. them. And then there was virtue dumb that was kind of just like, we don't really want either. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really have religion here. We just have like a queen. Yeah. And she's going to take care of us. Yeah. She's going to be fine as long as she stays alive. Then mm-hmm. As long as she stays alive and gives us an air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I really, I had a good time with this book. There's things that were hard about it, like mm-hmm. the, um, just how dense. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. you need to read it again. Almost. Yeah. But also like who, ha- that's a lot of reading. So audiobook it, audiobook it, audiobook it while you're cleaning your house, real. while you're grocery shopping, while you're grocery shopping, cleaning your house. Exactly. Folding laundry, get driving your, your commute. Yeah. Great commute book. Although we're not going to be commuting anymore for a while, I think. Well, I mean, 2020 has been the year of the road trip for us. Yes. Unfortunately, there's no way in hell Pat would listen to the story with me. (laughs) I don't think he would. He would, you would lose him page three. No. He'd be like, wait, what? He would be so zoned out. Yeah. He'd be like, what is a worm? And wait, it flies? It's, I thought worms are in the ground. I was like, no, babe. No, it's okay. W. Y yeah. R M. Yeah. Worm. Worms, babe, not worms. <laughs> He's like, oh, and then the worms, the way that the worms and the, the dragons, the way that they were different was worms like were more they breathed fire. Right. And they kind of had that the fire symbol energy. And then the other ones, the dragons were like made of water. Water. Yeah. They mm-hmm. needed water to survive. Mm-hmm. And they wielded the power of water and mm-hmm. gained their energy from water. So it was like 
kind of that song. And fire versus water. It's like mean, water's always going Water's always going It's a song of fire and ice. Exactly. <laughs> water's always going to win. Always going to win. Yeah, so I super enjoyed that. Um so much and i love like reading fantasy books with you because you're one of those people like if i ever need a recommendation for a fantasy book I'm i got like, you yeah i got okay what do you read around girl? like how much time do you have yeah do you want a chapter book <laughs> yeah. or do you want the door stop or do you want a quick read yeah. that was one thing this book could have been three books yes mm-hmm. that like i feel like the pacing right i wonder if that would have been i think there were in the book wasn't there like part twos and part three? there was there was different parts i remember that it, so she may have been able to like kind of take she her time a out. little bit more and mm-hmm. uh, give us more background as to mm-hmm. why people are a certain way versus just telling us and having us accept it. Yeah. Like in Lord of the Rings, you know, you, you find out, you learn about hobbits and you, you know, about how they eat their food and, mm-hmm. you, and how they ha- keep their house tidy and what they like to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of get this um, characterization of a hobbit mm-hmm. and then you get into like Frodo and Bilbo. She didn't yeah. do that as much with no. her characters. You kind of, she just kind of told you and as you were going, as you were going, yeah, you were kind of like you had to figure it out as you went. Yeah, you were kind of like learning as you were learning the characters, yeah. about their worlds and what they needed, which I, I appreciate. I'm maybe I'm not so into the world building. I I'm just like I'm all about character driven, right? Yeah, I guess so. Just like be patient with your as you re- if you need to reread something, you're not alone. Yeah, I had to reread <laughs> yeah. certain paragraphs too. Be like, wait, what? And also, it's like yeah. again, she had her own vocabulary and her own. And I was like, I, you had to, you had to really do it. Yeah, and a lot of their own languages, and like it's it does that thing where like it takes words like worms and like it's spelled a little bit different, but and it means something a little bit different. But you're supposed to like draw on your knowledge of worms, yeah, to like inform this new version. Yeah, a little. Do a little surgery. Yeah, there. you do have to do a little mental surgery. A little mental, yeah, a little mental brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Sure. I can't wait to talk about the next fantasy. I know. What are you reading next? Okay. I just finished the Three Dark Crown series. Okay. And if you like, again, there's a map. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a map. It's female driven. Okay. It's about um three sisters that are all in in our world we would call them witches in their world they're just you know gifted and Mm -hmm. and everyone in their kingdom there's i think there's five different gifts that everyone could be born with okay and um i think just to summarize the back of it it's like on their 16th birthday only one of them can be queen so they have to one of them has to kill the other two oh i'm down i'm here for that who's the author Ooh, I knew you. Uh, Ken Kender Blake. Okay, it's a little witchy. It's a, again world building. There's Love it. Like lots of magic mm-hmm. and a little romance. Okay, um, I'm here for it. It's kind. Of, it's like a. It's a young adult, so it's a little bit yeah. less complex than yeah. just the vocabulary than Priory of the Orange Tree. I believe her name is Kender Blake. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to check that. In. I'm. I'm down for that i think that might be my winter read i always tend to like go for winter because i live in the northwest and mm-hmm. we kind of hibernate i always tend to like pick a big fantasy series mm-hmm. for the winter because it's just a really nice like cozy escape oh into a i different just world. i really it was one of those books where like after i was done prior to the orange tree i mm-hmm. needed a mental rest and mm-hmm. i didn't want to think about it anymore yes <laughs> it just took so long yeah. whereas after i read three dark the three dark crown series which mm-hmm. is about four books and then i think two little novellas in between mm-hmm. that give you more oh cool give you more depth oh i love that mm-hmm. um that was one of those books where or series that after i read it mm-hmm. i didn't want to jump in the next one because i was i was enjoying that world so much i mm-hmm. wasn't ready to jump into a new one it kind of yeah. stuck with me Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love when a book kind of sticks with you and you kind of can't. Do you do the thing? I do the thing where I wait. Like if I'm really loving a book, I slow down reading it towards then. Oh, the last book takes me. Because usually like yeah. I think I read all four of those books in two weeks. Wow. But I probably read the first three two days each. Yeah. And then the last one, Space it took like, me like a week because yeah. I didn't want it to be over. I know. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one of my moves. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. Yeah. Well, I'll look forward to that. We'll check back in after I read that series. Which, oh yes. Um, oh, maybe we'll get back on the podcast. Yeah. Talk about three dark crowns. Yeah, definitely. We'll do another um, podcast for three dark crowns for yeah, sure. You just need like a little sci-fi column for uh, when Kylie's on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, okay, to, if you're not into fantasy, if you're not keep scrolling. Yeah. Keep on scrolling bees. Yeah. If you like make believe maps, you're in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like a book with a map you like several books in a row mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you like magic dragons this is the show for badass you. bitches yes badass bitches you also recommended this series this one series to me the um broken crown series uh, uh yeah the red queen the red queen series, red queen series. yeah which is like oh my god so good so i just love good. superpowers yeah I it's love another like superpower um Call it magic, We're, call it superpower, yeah, call I it just like gifted. The Red Queen series is definitely more in the superpower category to yeah. me rather than magic. I, I called that one um, X-Men yeah. meets Game of Thrones yeah. meets Hunger Games. Yes. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. That one was really good. I devoured that series mm-hmm. for sure. And that was a great like yeah. escape series. Yes. Yeah. That's by Victoria Aveyard, I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I posted about... I actually... Three Dark Crowns yeah. and Red Queen yeah. on my Instagram story. I just like posted and gave my little two cents about it. Yeah. And both times the authors reposted me and I was like, oh, no big deal. I made it. I'm invited <laughs> to their birthdays. I go to all the book releases. Yeah. yeah no we're big just deal. best friends. We're best friends now. Yeah. Just like casual nerd girl moment. <laughs> yeah. What are your Only- goals to get reposted by my favorite author? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Only a true bookworm yeah. would love that. Yeah. I know. I talked like um, when I was recording with my friend Vera, um, we talked about this one short story and I'd emailed the author after I read it. <gasps> and I was like, Hey, I just read this and I loved it. And here's what I loved about it. And she emailed me. Back. No. I know. You made it. <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. And I was like, I made it in life. And she knows who I am. I like screenshot it. I know. Like, put I in an mean, album of like all my glory. It's definitely starred in my Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Shows only for book nerds for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Red Queen has a map too. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry if you were she worried. She actually does really good world building. Yes. She was, and she's really good at um, battles. Yeah. Like she writes mm-hmm. action very well, whereas mm-hmm. in Prior of the Orange Tree, there's action, but it's more about how the characters yeah. feel in the moment rather than actual action. Right. And, right. Uh, and the Red Queen series. Is um she 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 wrote it like a screenplay? It is like a screenplay, like a comic book almost. When I was reading it, it has that like comic book vibes, and definitely more like action oriented for sure. All of these books, after I read them, I immediately googled like when does the Netflix series? Yeah, because (laughs) all of them have been optioned already. Yes, I'm sure. I love reading stuff where I know there's a movie coming. In fact, if I see a movie coming out. Like, I'll go read uh, the book. Yeah, yeah, right. Like I heard you just did the little fires. Little fires. Yeah. So I saw that was coming out a series with and my so girl like, Reese. Yeah. And so I read that real quick right mm-hmm. before because I love I love yeah. reading it and then watching it. Well, we you guys live in Nashville mm-hmm. and you live close to Reese's bookstore, <laughs> Pegasus. Oh, yes. Which I actually haven't been there yet. You need to go. I just been to her clothing store. Yeah. So Pegasus is like, I I need to make a pilgrimage there when mm-hmm. I come visit you guys next time, whenever that's allowed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but You're like, I'm walking. Like, I'll drive you. No, yeah. I'm pilgrimage. I'm, I'm, I'm I need walking. to make a pilgrimage. I need to have like a spiritual moment yeah, like, before okay, I Okay, well, I'll meet you there. I'm going to drive you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So we need to go to her bookstore. And Pegasus. Pegasus. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's in Franklin. I want to say okay but I don't know don't quote me on that but it's um but I've read about her bookstore how funny is that <laughs> do, 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 do. is there a map nerd alert yeah <laughs> the I'll draw you one <laughs> I could draw you a map to the bookstore oh, from your house yeah yeah, yeah. you want to get me a gift and you want to get me like yeah like hey when you want to get me a present um <laughs> Christmas is coming it, up <laughs> Christmas is coming I would like I'm almost if I had a little 
uh, library room, I would want to blow up the maps of the worlds of my favorite yes. books. That would oh be my so God, fun. That's such a good idea. Ooh. And people walk in and they're like, is this I'm a like, map of yeah i'm like oh am i i've traveled there yeah <laughs> i've traveled there this in my is mind my, yeah my library of my many travels oh this is virtue them this yeah. is virtue <laughs> oh yeah it's so good mm. oh my gosh how fun well we'll definitely have to have you back okay and we'll uh we'll check in about next time you go to pegasus mm-hmm. we'll make sure that because i'm gonna get the instagram for these girls read books up mm-hmm. and i'm gonna need a selfie of you at pegasus <laughs> you got with it. reese you got it <laughs> yeah. if you like sci-fi yeah give us five stars yeah and, exactly uh, we'll keep giving you um cool maps and bad bitches yeah exactly thanks so much well thanks kylie of course all right let's go uh let's go sledding let's go <laughs> let's go let's go outside go sledding with my kids let's go outside yeah. for once <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there, guys. That was a really fun conversation. And thank you to Kylie for putting up with me and putting up with my smelly brother and coming on vacation with us and dealing with the whole Barraza clan. You truly are a saint. And thanks for taking the time. I'm really excited to read some more fantasy novels with you in the future and have you back on. Small Corrections Corner. Um, I kept talking about a bookstore in Nashville called Pegasus. It's actually called Parnassus. Pegasus Books is an entirely different store. (laughs) So go to Parnassus Books in Nashville. It's owned by Ann Patchett. And I think Reese Witherspoon is a partner in it. So I'll see you guys there. I'll be at this little table in the back, um, like in the big cushiony chair. And you'll only be able to see my feet because I'll be so deep in the cushiony chair with a book. I'll be just disappeared from the world. Except every once in a while, I'll raise an eyebrow and look up and just judge whoever's walking by and what books they're getting from the shelf. And then just sigh audibly if I disapprove. Well, that's our show and by our show i mean my show thanks for hanging in there i'm gonna get out of my bathroom so my family can use it hope y'all are well and get out there and read some books